1900, Angus wrote an inspirational book titled My Life as a Squib. His book helped break the taboos of squib culture in wizarding society. Angus ended up being a star in the muggle sport of Scottish rugby, and his sporting talents became so well known that the wizarding kind fell in love with his inspirational story, not to mention developing an odd interest in rugby. Because why not? Welcome back to the start of the school year at the underperforming community college that is Margaret Thatcher Templar Spy, where libraries are out and fan wikis are where the magic's at. I'm the man wanted by local authorities for getting his wand out at one school too many, Joel Franey. And I'm joined by the man with Voldemort's arse on the back of his head, James Law. Harry Potter might be a franchise that's lost some stock in recent years. There's a series of substandard movies limp onto screens and JK Rowling rattles off yet another wince-inducing tweet. But there is a lot of lore around it, and some people still love the damn franchise. So James went burrowing into all the more obscure lore of Harry Potter and dragged up whatever dregs that Warner Brothers wishes we couldn't remember. I'm really sorry you had to do that, James. I gather that <laughs> it's quite bad. Yeah, Harry Potter, obviously, a franchise that a lot of people, a lot of people our age definitely grew up with. Um, did you Did you read it? Did you watch uh, it? No, I you didn't watch it. You didn't have a TV. We discovered that last week. <laughs> Well, no, you can watch you can watch films on like at movie theaters. You can that's that's an option. Oh, were you were you permitted that one? <laughs> well, apparently my um, my sister and mum, like for every single film, it, from the first one onwards, watched it in the cinema like on the first day it came out. So they're like super super fans. Oof. But um, yeah, no, I, I I think I read some of the books. Like they were bedtime story type vibes and watched the films in the cinema. We're in roughly the same place with it then, because I think I read half the series, maybe a little bit more growing up. Yeah, I've watched all the films. I have not read oh, all I the books. I don't think I have. Because they, they got long, and like I've, I stopped uh, stopped caring enough to spend yeah, pretty reading much. time doing it. So I, I, I just, you know, was like, I'll wait for the films. I don't care enough. Well, I didn't have, I don't have any bad blood towards them. Because, you know, making kids read and kids enjoy it, and that's fair enough. Such a shame that the author turned out to be really shitty. Yeah, no, that that is a shame. We, we should um, probably get that one out of the way early on. Yeah, this episode is by no means endorsing J.K. Rowling no. uh, and the fact that she is a huge piece of shit who hates trans people yeah that that really was a that must have been a some cold water to all the harry potter fans yeah i mean i i guess some of them are doing the old uh yeah separate the art from the artist and that's that's you know your prerogative i guess hey i i stopped watching castlevania they should stop uh reading harry yeah, potter yeah that's true <laughs> go we'll do a castlevania episode we'll have a big disclaimer like this as well <laughs> yeah so yeah in in the harry potter world there are uh, there's a lot going on and jk rowling in her divine wisdom decided that explanations were needed for more than most stories would call for i i have gotten a bit of this like i'm sort of aware that this was a problem that was going on that she kept sort of adding perfunctory little details that only made it all worse like in, yeah, tw- so in tweets and little interview segments and so in on. tweets in interview segments and also on a website that was made called pottermore which is right. basically which was basically made as the oh you are finished reading the harry potter books and you are sad that they are gone well here you go 
Here's a bunch of lore that is, you know, I not brilliant. I, and also you can do a quiz to see what house you're in. You know, I was about to say, I think someone basically once held me hostage until I did the quiz. What house were you in, Joel? What, what house do you think I was in? Uh, I don't know. Were you in Slytherin? Yes, of course I was. Okay. <laughs> I think how- I did it once, and I was like, um, I was like a Hufflepuff. I think. Yeah, that tracks. I, is, I mean, that, is that a roast? Apparently, that's a roast. I, I sort of my vague memory was it that was Gryffindor was brave, Slytherin was evil. <laughs> yeah, that is that is basically their trait, right? If- it's meant to be like, oh, they're cunning. No, oh, it's not. Please. They're evil. I mean, every character in. I don't know, I didn't read the second half, admittedly, but I pretty much remember that every character in that who was a villain went to Slytherin, so... Yeah, it's like, well, all villains are Slytherins, but not all Slytherins are necessarily villains, but most of them are. Yeah. And also, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's a, a racist house. Like, you have to is be it? a pure blood in order to be a Slytherin. Right, so it, so it is the evil house. They come put <laughs> cunning on it all they like. Yeah, it's, you have to be cunning, but also uh You also have blood. to be a racist, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Which is, I guess, why, they, why the Sorting Hat wanted to put Harry in it. What were, the, what were the other two? The other two are Ravenclaw, which is like nerds. Oh, what, smart? Yeah, and Hufflepuff, which are everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be such a such a sting, wouldn't it? Like you're in- Hufflepuff. I've got <laughs> I've got the page up. So right, it's named after the medieval witch Helga Hufflepuff. What in in book inspiration or in the, no in in, the in in universe? Okay, there there were wizards in the Middle Ages, and they founded. Hogwarts, which is what, like, you know, a lot of a lot of like British private schools would have been founded in the Middle Ages. Yeah, and this is, you know, based on that. Hufflepuff was the most inclusive among the four houses. Okay, so so it is the rest. <laughs> so therefore, right. So Joel, based on what we've talked about so far, you're a Slytherin, yeah, and we've discovered that Slytherins are racist and exclusionary. Uh, um, I'm a Hufflepuff, and they're the most inclusive, valuing hard work, dedication, patience, loyalty, and fair play. I don't remember that website questionnaire asking me about race, so I'm. <laughs> I don't want to be stuck with that label. Because yeah. if, it, if there was a racism, yes or no, I would have ticked no. <laughs> Do you think all mudbloods should die? I don't know what that is. Do you not know mudbloods? Oh, I, that I was think like I've their, heard the word. That was their like. Uh, I assume it's not like Clayface term... from Batman. Uh, no, it's it's their term for... Uh, it's like a slur. It means someone whose parents are both not wizards. Right. Um, so pure blood is both your parents are wizards, which you have to be for Slytherin. Does that make Half a blood difference? Is... Like, I, I get that there's there's a racist element to it, but does, does that actually change like how magic you are or... No, no, like um like Hermione's obviously very good at magic and stuff and both of her parents are not wizards. They're like dentists or some shit. Shouldn't she have been in Ravenclaw? Yeah. <laughs> like, just yes, hearing your um, descriptions of them. Like she's well, the smart I, yeah. One. Yeah, but she had to be in, in Gryffindor so that she could be Harry Potter's friend. Huh. Because you can only be friends with people in your house. That's true. That is very true. Also, there's that. So there's purebloods, halfbloods, and Muggleborns who are, you know, uh, harshly known as mudbloods. Right. But there's also a different one, which is a squib, which I did mention at the start in the in that intro text. That's a, a squib. That's a thing is, in rifles, isn't it? 
Oh what is rifles? What is this thing? Oh, maybe I'm getting it wrong. Isn't a squib like a, a round that doesn't fire, like in a gun? Oh, well then, I I guess that might be what it's named maybe, after then. Maybe I'm misremembering it. A squib is a non-magical person who has wizard parents. Right. Oh, so it's the opposite of the, of the mudblood thing. Yes, yeah. So they... <laughs> They're, they're also very harshly treated. You know, you um, were snarking at me for being racist Slytherin, but you're the one bringing the conversation to eugenics of magic here. So, um... <laughs> Oh, yeah, so the, the term likely comes from the English expression, a damp squib, which is a dud firecracker, an expected delight oh, okay. that disappoints, which is a, which is very hard, wow, actually. Wow, that's, that's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. And so uh, examples of this are... Uh, this man, Argus Filch, who is b- born to wizard parents, uh, but he can't do magic, so he is forever forced to be a caretaker and forced. cleaner at the school. Where could he, could all of he the not kids... defend himself against magic and they just cursed him? Yeah. Well, no, they, they just, I guess, I guess because he's got wizard parents, so like, you can't like, keep yourself secret from him because he's not a, he's not just a straight up muggle, so... Right. You know, he you can't keep your secret society secret from well, him, I, I guess. I thought it was secret. Yeah, did that's they, weird as well. Did they explain why they keep it secret? Um, Or was it just possibly? because that would require a level of world building that was just a bit, you know what? Or... Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it is, yeah. I, I think you have to watch the Fantastic Beasts movies to oh, God, no. get more about that. Uh, but some some pure blood families, such as the Blacks, disown any squib members and remove them from their family trees. Wow, which is very nasty. Yeah. I, I, I think right. The House of Black as well is is the house of Sirius Black, who's a very popular character and is seen as a a really good guy is in he, the Harry Potter series. Does he associate with them, or was or has he been like? I'm, you know what, they're, I don't want to, I, I get that I'm born to them, but fuck those guys. No, no, he's just a member of the, he's the final member of the House of Black. Oh, good. Because uh, <laughs> he didn't have children, and then he got killed. Spoilers. Uh, actually, to be fair, right, Sirius Black does say to Harry Potter, like, my parents with their pure blood mania okay. convinced that <laughs> to be black made you partic- uh, practically royal. Okay, that's that's something. He's not. Yeah, he's not as bad as so. The Malfoys are like straight up, like full on, big into their. That was the, that was that the the blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Draco Malfoy, uh, who's like Harry's rival, Joffrey Mark One. Yes, basically, who's Harry's rival and like Meanie, who's uh... (laughs) honestly. Like if you if you watch the thing watch the films, he is a massive loser, <laughs> just like vibes wise. And uh, I I feel like not a very if he threatening to, rival then. No, if he tried to pick on me at school, I would absolutely just laugh in his face. But you know, there, there are more intimidating he, is he, is he presences. Just, is he not good at magic or? No, he's good. He's he's like a he's like a formidable rival. But right. I, I just think if if he went to my school, just he'd get him. the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> But, you know, I guess <laughs> he's a member of the Malfoy pure blood supremacy. Right. Oh, he's Which the, is, you know, yeah, obviously... He's, is, is he the sort of oh, upper class kind of... Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like Potter. 
you're a filthy uh, bumhead. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't say that. He wasn't educated at Eton, but he was spiritually educated at Eton. Yeah, I imagine that's where the inspiration came from. He He's the one who likes calls Hermione a mudblood all the time and stuff. Oh, good. Because... <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah there's a lot of horrible people in this series aren't there yeah yeah there are uh does he, does <laughs> he horrible die people writing it as well sorry does he die who di- does who die malfoy no he doesn't does he go to prison does he end up just working in a horrible demeaning job like does he get any comeuppance no he's he, <laughs> he gets married to astoria greengrass dear god that name. <laughs> You know, looking and back on one it, a lot of the names in, in Harry Potter, they make superhero names look sort of... Oh, you, you think you think that's bad? Oh, and they're... And they're... Uh, Draco and Astoria Greengrass's child is called Scorpius Hyperion. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, that that's almost like those sort of electric guitar riffs from the 80s where it sort of comes full circle from being lame and almost becomes cool again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always felt, though, that if you have a name like that it's completely lame if you have your name changed to it but if you're born with it okay maybe that's got a something something what was it scorpius hyperion scorpius hyperion malfoy wow i kind of want to hang oh out oh my with god this kid. oh he <laughs> uh, just looking at the picture doesn't he he's <laughs> scary looking guy what do you mean scary looking just like he's got a he's got a sad stare in in the picture in the picture on the on the Harry Potter fandom wiki, which is where I'm getting all this from. He looks at the camera in the way that I don't know. He's gonna murder someone in his <laughs> life. Well, if your name is Scorpius Hyperion, that's given you a lot to live up to. Yeah, I mean, if you that's if you true. haven't conquered half the world by the time you're twenty, you're not matching the ambitions of that name. Yeah, well, he ended up becoming friends with. Uh, Hermione and Ron's daughter Rose and Harry Potter's son Albus. Albus. So, yeah, he named him after Albus. He was called Albus Severus because uh, he named him after like Albus Dumbledore, who's like a you know his mentor. Who yeah, I remember. Also I remember. knew he was going to die, uh, and Severus Snape, who fancied his mum, and that's literally his whole reason for ever being nice to him in any way. Well, he wanted to sleep with his mum. Yeah, his dead mum as well. So that's not like there was a chance that that could happen. But, but like they, he was, they've got magic. Maybe he was hoping for a resurrection. Yeah, I mean, is I, yeah, spe- yeah. Is that a spell in Harry Potter? Is there something that can do that? Resurrect there's, the dead. There's magic that can. There's the resurrection stone, right? I think that's the one where like uh, Harry Potter gets killed by Voldemort, but like doesn't die. Something like that. Uh, but also, <laughs> a fun little fact about Scorpius Hyperion is that he struggled with a mistaken belief that a lot of people had against him, that he was secretly the son of Lord Voldemort and not Draco Malfoy. And he wasn't. He was just... Which, he wasn't, but that would be a very difficult, like... Yeah, that... (laughs) Like, essentially, everyone at your school thinks you're the son of Wizard Hitler. Yeah. And you've just got to deal with that. That would be very rough. That would be very... I don't know, maybe maybe you could play it to his advantage. (laughs) What? Wizard Hitler? Yeah, I I would like, absolutely give the bully my lunch money if I thought his dad was Wizard Hitler. But he's you dead. You don't want to. Oh, is he dead? Oh, okay. At this point, at this point, Voldemort's dead. Yeah, like that's why. Like, and now, and then Harry becomes like a a cop, like a wizard cop. Right. Is, is this in books? The rest of it, or is this a? 
Pottermore thing or tweets? I think or... a lot of this is a Pottermore. So the right. the, the children thing is uh, in the book. So like at the end of the final book, there's like an epilogue where they're like Harry and and all his mates are sending their kids to Hogwarts for the first time, and they see uh, what, Draco twenty years later. Or... Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. And in the movies, they do like a hilarious job of trying to make Daniel Radcliffe look middle-aged. Oh, that, uh, <laughs> that I'll need to check out. I, I'm such a shame stuff. though, considering this is basically like a school thing that it didn't end like a fucking 80s college comedy with <laughs> with the freeze frames and like, Harry Potter went on to... <laughs> Harry Potter went on to become a policeman. Yeah. Draco what? Malfoy narrowly avoided imprisonment in Azkaban due to their last minute switch in allegiance. <laughs> Ron caught an STD in Tijuana and had to have his penis reattached with magic. You know, just keep it light at the end. You know what I mean? There's probably a spell for that. Uh, almost definitely. <laughs> but <laughs> on a slightly different note um, that I think should be mentioned, and people who have followed the popular consciousness of Harry Potter lore bullshit that has happened over the, over the years, mm-hmm. there's a specific moment that people will know about where it jumped the shark like oh. intensely but for, with this series i feel this series wears ridiculous on its sleeve doesn't it no 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 so no it's around. it's <laughs> so you know the chamber of secrets right uh, i remember that being the name of one of the right so it's a chamber books. it's it's like a secret passage where salazar slytherin created it Without the knowledge of his... You sounded like Sylvester the Cat there. (laughs) Thalabar Slytherin. (laughs) Thufferin Thuckatash. Sorry. (laughs) It's a Chamber of Secrets was created by Salazar Slytherin. Fucking hell, I keep doing the... Salazar Slytherin. Sylvester. (laughs) The subterranean Chamber of Secrets was created by Salazar Slytherin without the knowledge of his three fellow founders of Hogwarts, which was a myth, uh, according to legend, but it was real. Okay. And you have to be able to speak Snake in order to open the door. Speak Snake? Yes. Oh, oh, I remember that. The, yeah, okay, yeah, he can he can talk to... Is, doesn't have a name, or am I getting that wrong? He What, what does that have a name? Like Sorry? the ability or the language. Oh, yeah, it's it called um, Parcel Mouth. You have to be okay. a Parcel Mouth. Parcel Mouth, okay. And and the language is Parcel Tongue. Right. Which in, in practice is just like hissing, <laughs> uh, which is, ve- again... Very funny to watch Daniel Radcliffe try to do. Uh, does he really hiss? I just kind of assumed like, that it would... <laughs> oh, that's really funny to me. I just, just like to hear you describe it. I just sort of assumed the film effects would be he just talks English and then magic translates it halfway. You know what I mean? Like, I, I... <laughs> or like it would be telepathic bad. or something, but just the idea of Daniel Radcliffe just... <laughs> <laughs> just phlegm everywhere. Yeah. So the the issue obviously was that the Chamber of Secrets is built underneath a toilet. Oh. Which is, it's like a disused toilet in Hogwarts. Oh, what? Like it's a place to hide it because no one goes in? Yeah. But like the idea that a toilet had to be built in Hogwarts, like it doesn't make sense because Hogwarts was created prior to the invention of plumbing and oh. the technologies required to make a toilet. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, do, so wizards don't they don't do tech in advance of the rest we'll, of the world. We'll get then. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. So the so they 
So it's hidden by a toilet that couldn't exist. Yes, and so he put a basilisk in there, big snake, which right. Harry Potter uh, fights. Oh, I in think the someone, movie. I think someone showed me this film. It you, the basilisk is like terrorizes the school in the second movie and so, turns people yeah, to stone. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Like I think I, I mean I probably read the book. I was you know that was young enough that I would have done so. Yes, so. The existence of the chamber was known to Slytherin's descendants and those with whom they chose to share the information, so the rumour stayed alive for centuries. There is clear evidence that the chamber was opened more than once between the death of Slytherin and the entrance of Tom Riddle in the 20th century. Who? Tom Riddle is Voldemort. Uh, oh. Which, uh, you know, he's Wait, is like... Wait, Vol- is Voldemort his last name? Uh, <laughs> Voldemort is an anagram of his full name oh, okay. or something. Wait. His Tom full name is Tom Marvolo Riddle... And if you change the letters, it spells "I am Lord Voldemort," <laughs> <laughs> which is extremely comic. You had to add "I am" in the front just to yeah. get it to fit. Yeah, to make the anagram work. Why did it need to be an anagram? That's so. That's so childish. Got... <laughs> well, I mean, I, he's a bit of a big baby, right? I've, he's like, used... "I want to live forever." Ha ha ha! I've got no nose. Now I'll admit. I have used anagrams for work before, like pseudonyms of my name. But yeah. the only reason I did that was so that I would have the... If I ever needed to claim responsibility, I could prove it was me afterwards. And I yeah. didn't spend time, like, picking out this b- ridiculous name <laughs> and then adding qualifiers in front of it just to make the rhyme fit. Yeah, I am fit. curious as to what came first, Tom Marvolo Riddle or, <laughs> or I am Lord Voldemort. I, I think the middle name Marvolo is probably that, that's made up. That's like a that, that's like a I need to put something in it. It was to like make a it. right, here are the letters I need <laughs> and I'm going to make a word out of it. Alright, so when first created, the chamber was accessed through a concealed trapdoor and a series of magical tunnels. However, when Hogwarts's plumbing became more elaborate in the eighteenth century, the entrance to the chamber was threatened, being located on the site of a purpose bathroom. Right. Um, so they built the bathrooms in the 18th century. <laughs> Before that... they built the bathrooms in the 18th century. Uh, okay. This is a rare instance of wizards copying muggles, because hitherto they simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished no. the evidence. No! <laughs> You're making this that is... up. <laughs> This is where this is a very this became very popular in online spaces where sorry I... it became canon that wizards prior to the 18th century all shat their pants and used magic to remove it. But, uh, huh? <laughs> okay, no. In in that is a thing I'm aware that would happen in like Versailles before. So I I guess there is a in what. Versailles, like the French palace. Yeah. What? As in, like, they'd magic up the shit? No, no, no. Like the, no they, would the king shit himself? They'd go in the, like, in the hallways and in the corners of rooms. Right. And then and then someone would have to come along and clean it afterwards because there were no bathrooms. <laughs> that... To, okay, I didn't actually know that. That is a... That genuinely happened. So I guess this is just with that extra magic step on top of it. <laughs> where we don't but need also, the cleaner. But also then, if you've got that technology, so you are able, if if all of humanity throughout history mm-hmm. was able to not require toilets, yeah, like not need them, you can just shit yourself and magic it away. <laughs> Why then in the 18th century do you decide, oh, we now need toilets? 
I when you I don't like, know. Did 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 regular people invent them and the wizards just suddenly <laughs> realize that they, they weren't yeah, living well, up to the this standard? Is, this is a rare instance of wizards copying muggles, but it doesn't it doesn't really say why they copied muggles here because magic shit away technology is better than plumbing and sewage. I mean, right? you, you say that, but even if I magicked away all the evidence, I think I'd still feel quite unclean afterwards. <laughs> you reckon you'd miss a bit? No, even if I didn't, <laughs> I'd feel bad. You know what I mean? Like, you ever had you a reckon? you ever had a bird shit on you, and you you go through the shower, and like you're super careful, like to make sure you're clean, and yet even afterwards you feel a bit like not good just because of that sense of. Oh, I feel kind of violated. Yeah, I guess it opens up the possibility also that wizards and the existence of magic should make a lot of things completely irrelevant and meaningless. Well, yeah, I, I've i sort of thought that for ages without having known much about it, that I don't know what there is to worry about, judging by some of the spells I'm aware <laughs> exist. Can they yeah. create food and, and water? Out of nothing. Right. So have I just have I just asked a big question? So there is food related magic. Okay. There are a branch of charms related to the magical preparation of food. Okay, so you can't create food. I don't think you can create food out of nothing, but I don't know. At the same time, in the in the Harry Potter movies, there are scenes where all the kids are sitting at the big table and then a bunch of food like appears in front of them out of nothing. Uh, maybe, However, maybe, maybe that's like prepared there. backstage yeah. and they teleported it there or something like that. I I mean, that would be one of the big ones where if they've got the ability to create food and they sit on it in secret and don't feed the world, then, you know, fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. And also like, I'm, I'm wondering when... I hate to go back to wizard poo, but... When, if they are able to vanish the remains of their defecation, mm-hmm. right? Does it go anywhere? I don't know if well, I don't I, think it goes anywhere, or does it just is removed from existence? Well, because you, that's what you'd hope, right? Because if that's the case, then I mean, can't you do that with like atmospheric CO two? Maybe don't know. I don't. Maybe maybe it's shit specific, or maybe it is just. <laughs> Maybe they just don't care about climate change. I mean, they they could tell us that it was that it was you know specific to to the fecal, and frankly, <laughs> we just have to sit there and buy it because it's yeah. magic and it and and it only has to follow the laws of itself. If you see, yeah, what I poopus mean. remove us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, maybe they're working on the CO two one. <laughs> yeah, it's slightly more complicated because of the uh, I, gu- I the, guess the molecular you know, component cra- crapping yourself would have come up earlier in human history than CO2 uh, atmosphere problems. So I guess That's they did true. that one first. And it does it is difficult to create a spell as um as I'm going to go into a bit more in this two truths and a lie section. Oh, goody. So <clears throat> the Harry Potter series has a lot of magical spells that mm-hmm. do a lot of very interesting things. So some of them don't have names. Right. And I'm going to go through these, a few of these very, very quickly. When so, you say names, do you mean like... Like the, the... words. Some of them, the, so the, the names of the spells. So like, if you say Expelliarmus, then okay. that 
that's the disarming charm or whatever it is. So is it called? Makes... Is the do you mean when you you know this probably doesn't matter? Like don't incantation, worry. right? Like okay. I I don't know the incantation because it's never been in, it's not on the wiki. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you know you've got you've got the anti cheating spell which schools use to stop kids from cheating in exams. I'm not actually it's not clear how it works, but then it won't you know, find my iPhone. Yeah, that's how I got <laughs> my masters, baby. No, that's not true. <laughs> you know what? don't don't put that in the final edit just in case just in case you get your masters taken I, away from i you. mean that wouldn't have worked because it was all essay work so so there's the anti-cheating spell and that makes you know that makes sense there, there is a way to combat it as well so it mm-hmm. also seems a bit pointless but you know if you're if you're willing to learn enough magic to combat that then i think yeah maybe, maybe that's like just a secondary test like well you yeah you you know you're <laughs> You didn't prepare, but you cheated well, so I guess that's a kind of magic proficiency. There's also some some slightly more uh, specific spells. Right, okay. Are they so contextual as to be near meaningless? Well, yes. Yeah, so we've got the instant scalping hex, which what? instantly scalps, like it just removes the hair. Ah, of- Wait, ju- just the hair or the actual scalp? Uh, it is this one of the two truths? No, no, okay. no. This is a hex that it instantly scalps all hair off of a target. Right, so and... it's an instant baldness spell then. Yeah, so he this Harry Potter came across it when he was trying to find a way to fight the dragon he would have to face in the Triwizard Tournament. Okay, he, he quickly decided that it would be ineffective because dragons do not have hair. So <laughs> you know, well done. Yeah. I, Don't get this confused with the hair loss curse, which is a curse that removes the victim's hair. <laughs> now, I could see a difference. So Dep- I'm going to say the I, hair loss curse... Does that maybe... just stop it growing back? Yeah. So, so it's like that scalping, is a permanent baldness. Yeah, scalping the... all hair off a target would be like shaving it, yeah. whereas I feel like the hair loss curse would mean that you are permanently bald. That's a That'd be a dangerous thing. Like Yeah. Everyone I mean, would go I... around looking like Agent Forty Seven. If they're just yeah. one prankster, could ruin a lot of. Well, exactly. And there's that one in one of the films. I think there's one that's just called Eat Slugs, and it makes you throw up slugs. Oh my god! It, it genuinely that's horrifying. Like, that's some pranking biblical... is so easy and so horrible. But going back to Harry Potter and his preparation for the dragon, I just also like to mention. <laughs> A spell that he was considering using. Mm-hmm. He was considering using against the dragon a conjunctivitis curse. What? Which is a curse that gives your target conjunctivitis. What's the practical application of that? <laughs> well, because dragons are notably susceptible to the conjunctivitis curse because their hide makes them resistant to most spells, but their eyes remain vulnerable. So you can yeah. give a dragon conjunctivitis... And it'll become really itchy and that's, irritated. That's still very... Con- I'm sure there must have been something that would have been more effective than just yeah. itchy eyes. <laughs> well, to be I, fair, I though, guess this- there's a logic there. Eyes are the weak point. But just do a knife-throwing spell or something. Well, yeah, but to be fair, a lot of other people used it, including victor crumb who is another member who uh, a another wizard who competed in the tournament and actually did use that spell on a dragon oh which did it work? then meant that it it worked however he did lose points because the dragon could not see and she crushed some of her eggs she was protecting oh which i think is against the rules 
Well, was it is so, it a protect the eggs thing? <laughs> so protect, protect the, the eggs, eggs from the thing that is protecting them. It does That's sound a... like a video game mini game, like kill the dragon, but don't kill oh, the like, eggs or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure there was a reason. A couple other, just a couple quick fire ones. The vacuum cleaner spell, the bat bogey hex, desk into pig, what? finger <laughs> removing jinx, and knee reversal hex. So you can create life. That's <laughs> what I take desk from desk into, into, pig. into pig. That's quite a big deal. The, yeah, that's true, actually. Food shortage where? Just turn a desk into a pig. <laughs> Though you got to fly in a lot of desks. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a very weird thing to say to the guy in the cargo plane. Like, <laughs> why are you bringing all these desks to a decimated war zone? We're here to solve <laughs> hunger. <laughs> all right, so here's the two truths and a lie. So, okay, these are spells for which we know the incantation, and right. we know what the wizard will utter in order to make the spell happen. And I'm guessing all these spells are shit. They're very useful. So we've got. Prestaro, uh-huh. which you can cast on a musical instrument and it gets it to play. Okay. You've got Locomotor Wibbly, which <laughs> makes your legs go wild. <laughs> and you've got Densaugio, which makes your teeth grow rapidly and uncontrollably until you get hospitalized. Oh, God. You know what? The first two are the kind of charming, puckish, roguish quality. <laughs> Just thinking, you know, I'd, I'd want to hang out with the wizard who knows those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a wizard who can just like, yeah. Oh, you see a violin, you can play it. Yeah, and and he can make you dance in a funny way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but that last one, that's horrifying. That's like that Simpsons it, it bit is. with the teeth. These come from uh, all, all from the Latin because um, apparently, in order to create the spells, J.K. Rowling just got Google Translate up and oh, okay. found the Latin word. So. The, the tooth one uh, comes from dens, which means tooth, and algia, which means increase or grow. And when you, you said it grows until you're hospitalized, does that mean... Yes. That means that act- someone has been hospitalized by this by this spell. But, but does that mean there's a built-in stop point where like it gets so bad that you actually need treatment? Or is it more just until someone fixes it, otherwise they just grow indefinitely? Yes. Ugh. So Hermione got hit by it. And apparently she looked like a beaver. <laughs> you know, that, uh, that's less elongated horrifying. Past, past her bottom lip towards her chin. Disgusting. Yeah, but it's less horrifying than what I was imagining, admittedly, which is a drooling, toothy maw. Well, I mean, I, she did get she did go to hospital very quickly. Yeah, it's still so. serious, but... I, mean, I, I imagine if you didn't catch it early, it, then it would it get a lot worse. Was it a prank or an accident? That she got hit. Uh, with that. It was uh, Draco Malfoy did oh, it. Oh, okay. Uh, Man, I like this. They kid. were fighting, and I think he missed and hit Hermione oh, instead he... of Harry or something okay. like that. So, okay, so tooth, tooth growing, and then we've got uh, the music that plays itself. You like cast it on an instrument, and it. Yep. Okay. So that comes from the Latin prestare, which means perform, and it's basically you just telling the thing to perform. Can you choose the song? I don't know, actually. I think. As far as I'm aware, it plays like whimsical folk music, but I'm oh, okay. sure if I'm sure if like Fucking you had Hobbit a particular music. tune in mind, then you could like <laughs> you could be like play some play some punk rock. Play or some something. fucking Pantera as you enchant yeah. the triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got any bangers on this? 
But okay. I, I don't know, actually. I don't actually know much about music that, in the Wizarding that World. That one I, I find very believable because I can imagine some, you know, slightly, you know, some cafe or something just having a, you know, a guitar playing itself in the corner or a, or a banquet that's got a band that, that does its own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, put a lot of people out of work, actually. Like barbershop quartets and surely, all that. And... Surely, most, <laughs> surely most spells do that. Yeah, that's true, actually. We we have to worry about automation. They have yeah, to worry we should about we should the increasing actually... magicization of I the mean, workforce. Yeah, I genuinely think the the magicization of the workforce should lead to a zero employment economy in which everyone can pursue their passions. To be honest, because every, everyone's needs should be provided for. Well, but... the unions did gather around to sort it out, but then the table turned into a pig, <laughs> and the meeting uh... had to be adjourned. Um. Finally, the. <laughs> The leg, legs locomo- go wobbly. Locomotor wibbly, which is the jelly legs curse. Does it? Does it okay, you say jelly legs. I'm gonna. So it makes your it makes your legs turn to jelly. It makes you kind of go all funny and then collapse. Okay, you can't use the phrase turn to jelly because in a magic world that could mean so many things, like actual <laughs> jelly. It makes them turn collapse as if they were turned into jelly. Okay. Uh, so you can't you... actually stand. Like I, I was imagining no. like a kind of oh, staggering about. But but the reality is you just not. collapse to the ground with no power to. Okay, that's. You know what? If it can be ended as a spell, if it's got like a temporary limit, that could be quite good for just harmlessly disarming someone. Yeah, I because the thing is, I, you don't see a lot of these in the movies, unfortunately. Which I. I feel like there's a lot of much more useful and interesting ways to fight your enemy. Like in the movies, all Harry does is use Expelliarmus, which is like, which I don't know. It's the one that disarms your enemy, which, you know, right. obviously very useful straight to the point. But you can do it a lot more interestingly. Like, I don't know. You yeah. could you could make your opponent go all wibbly and, and that would be much more funny. Well, what I know or you could distract them. that would have been if he got Voldemort's legs. <laughs> yeah. And like you could, or you could like distract them by like starting to play some some <laughs> '90s some '90s Inglewood hip hop, like on the on the harmonica in the in the corner, th- and then they look over, and then you could be like, "Haha!" and then punch them in the face or something. I mean, you're basically describing my weekly Dungeons Dungeons and Dra- <laughs> Dragons sessions. <laughs> or like, imagine if imagine if Voldemort's teeth just got real big. Oh. And that's just that's well, just he's, the he's final been hit straw. By the hair loss curse, if I'm remembering him right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true, actually. And I, I, I don't know. It sort of feels like I, I feel like if if Voldemort had his teeth look all fucked up, like he's got a certain look to him that increases his gravitas as a as an evil dark lord, right? Yeah. And I do feel like having teeth down to his chest would <laughs> sort of impact that somewhat. Depends which teeth. Be big fangs like vampire canines. Oh, that, actually, that would make him a lot cooler, wouldn't it? Damn it. Or or maybe some like curling orc tusks, like he's from World of oh, Warcraft. Oh, actually, you know Depends what? Maybe teeth. that's why Harry didn't do it. Maybe they discussed <laughs> this off off screen and were like, "Oh, actually, that would be kind of that would be kind of metal." They they drew we up a variety that. of concept arts and thought, "Oh, this can work out. <laughs> it could work." And they point to the beaver art, but it's like oh, it could, you know, make him look scarier than ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they what point if, to a beaver and like that'd be cool. But then they and, point and, to like a vampire and they're like, Ooh. yeah. And what if he bites Which, us? We can't take the risk. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, so out of the three, I believe the the music the music one exists because I just feel like they would have that like m- music that plays itself. That's that's makes sense. It feels appropriate. Yeah, like there's bards and stuff. Yeah, and then what else? What and then wobbly legs <laughs> or wibbly. teeth growing? I tell you what it is. I buy the teeth thing because of that little story detail you put in about the the missing fight and also because you made it less horrible so i'm like you know maybe there's a thing to it so i'm gonna say that wobbly legs as funny as it is <laughs> is is the lie well <laughs> wobbly legs is real it's ah. real life i mean it's not real it's in harry potter the actual <laughs> lie was the music one the, the very is wholesome really, music do spell have, do they not have a i i just looked up player? the latin for perform uh, <laughs> and and, it, and Prestaro does not get music to play. Uh, Damn. <laughs> I'm sure there is a way that you can do that with magic, um, but th- th- not not according to a specific spell. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, That's a shame. This, that. I will say. Out. I will admit that this was a very difficult one to do because there are quite a lot of very very oh, good I ones. Can, I can imagine. Um, there's Cantus, which forces your target to sing uncontrollably. Again, I'm not sure if you can choose the track. There's <laughs> Langlock, which sticks their tongue to the top of their mouth, which, oh, if you that's... think about it, could that be could... fairly useful because if they can't say anything, yeah, but do, there is do you also. You have to talk to, to cast magic. No, so there is the thing where advanced wizards can do it without talking. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's Illegibilus, which makes your mean? writing illegible. <laughs> Which again, like limited usage, but maybe for like passing notes around class. I don't I know. Mean, the the thing is, I sort of wish that these shitty spells were the only ones that existed because yeah. it would force a lot more interesting like solutions and stories. Or if or if all the big flashy spells were like incredibly hard to do and none of the characters had learned them yet, and they had to use all these tricky like weird ones to get through. Well, that's why I think they they do a little bit of that in the early in the early books, and then sort mm. of they get and then it, they become and then it's like just good flashes wizards. of laser light at each other, and yeah, it's like oh look, I'm gonna shoot a green laser at you, and then it kills you. I oh, think yeah. the existence of of Avada Kedavra, which is uh, the I kill you, you die spell, oh, okay. sort of makes every battle. Why would you cast anything less interesting. else? Exactly. Why would you do anything else? Which uh, Voldemort's obviously he he does nothing else. That's all he does. Well, yes. Um, one final one, which I think, once again, going some way to stop food shortages around the world, is Mellophores, which turns someone's head into a pumpkin. Oh my god. Which. <laughs> that sounds lethal. Voldemort should be casting that instead. That would kill someone, surely. Yeah, okay, so it's a jinx that encases the victim's head in a pumpkin. To outsiders, it appears that the victim's head is transformed into a pumpkin. So, it doesn't even kill them. doesn't even turn the head into a pumpkin. You don't have to sacrifice a single human head and you create a pumpkin which can be made into delicious soup or pie. Right. So, therefore... <laughs> I feel oh like wizards God. could solve world hunger and choose not to. Yeah. Which actually, I don't know, <laughs> says uh, th- these are the heroes of the story. And it does say something about um, billionaire J.K. Rowling's priorities in life. I feel that's uh, been questionable for a while, frankly. <laughs> yeah. But um, thank you very much for listening. And that's been <laughs> The Wizarding World <laughs> of Harry Potter.
Don't give J.K. Rowling your money. Listen to more of our episodes instead. Yes, we've given you all the important information. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Templar Spycast. You can follow me at James MacLaw, and you can follow Joel at. Um, what are we doing next time? Uh, next time we're going to go from. Uh... A kid-friendly series about magic that's written by a terrible person to a not-kid-friendly series about magic that's written by a very nice, very clever person. I'm going to be doing Dark Souls, which is grim and depressing and and full of horrible things happening to people over a course of millennia. And I'm looking forward to it because it matches my dour, miserable default setting. So, yeah, thank you very much. Hope you tune in. Uh, check out more of our episodes if you are if you have nothing to do right now. And, uh, yeah, see you later. See you next week. <laughs>